0: This school year, it's been pretty awesome. Let's clutch on to what other parents have to say about their children starting school physically.
1: Clutch a Clutch. My real girlfriend across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to describe huh? myself. Huh? We got to give these ladies a
2: makeover. a funny cool. feeling like
1: you're always putting on the show. A lot of women experience. Some of them clutch has like a lot of different kinds of interests. I don't like
0: Hello Queens. This is Phoenix. I am your host for tonight's podcast, Clutch by the Real Girlfriends Across America. We are a foundation and company that has a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. Tonight, I have on the call with me is Shawanda, Alexis, Charm, Corinne, Corinne, and KK, and a whole, and of our other girlfriends listening at home. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hey. You? Hey. hey. Oh, we sound like a whole.
3: Yeah, boy (laughs) Of course,
0: of course All right, so tonight I want to talk about our children Going back to school Do um, some of you guys Have kids at home During this time with the coronavirus Going on?
3: Yes, definitely I do
0: Yes, okay um I don't know if some of you guys have you know either even nieces and nephews um, what how do you guys feel about the whole as a mother um, who spoke? I'm sorry, who was that?
3: It was me charm
0: charm as a mother, how has homeschooling been for you during this process um, and how do you feel about the school's reopening? for kids to go back?
3: Well, well, both of my kids are blended because I have a 15-year-old who's going into high school, and I have a 6-year-old who is going into
0: first grade.
3: So, um, of course, they chose to be blended. You know, they Mm -hmm. don't care about corona. They're not thinking about that. All they're thinking about is how they lost so much last year. And since, you know, as one of the new people that are new here to, um, I'm I'm here in New York City and um, I'm new here. Oh wow! So I just moved here when Corona started. So my kids were just starting oh. school here, like a month in.
0: Oh.
3: And yeah, so they lost friends, they lost everything. So they're willing to, willing to get COVID just to go, you know. So I, yeah. you know, I basically yeah they, I mean, and you know. Um, they know about it. They're protected. I make sure they have, you know, their masks and they know the risk of going and, you know, I make sure that, you know, I do my thing with the fever on their way in the car. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I have to stay protected as well when they get back to our house, because, you know, me and just like them, they have siblings. So you got to watch out for all of us and make sure we are all healthy. Right. You know, so, it really scares me uh, with the online learning. Um, the kids they don't get as much as they should. Um, the teachers are very distant. Some teachers, uh, especially with uh, my younger son, uh, my mm-hmm. daughter's classes, she mostly sees her teachers all day, no matter if they're in school or not. With his class, uh, as in elementary, he doesn't see his, his teachers since they have class indoors. Mm. So there's not teachers for him that are teaching him all day. They just give him homework, and then he finishes it around, like, 10 or 11 o'clock, and he's done for the day.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's – I have a younger – my youngest, I have three that are in school right now. My son just started second – or, sorry, started kindergarten. One of my daughters started um, first grade, and my oldest, she just started fifth grade. Um And, man, being a full-time mother and trying to do homeschooling has been a real hassle for me on my end, especially for my son, because he's like, what school? Like, what do you mean? I don't want to sit down. You want me to look at a computer all exactly. day and watch people talk to me? You know, so it's been... But, you know, during the process, he's actually learned a lot as well. You know, he's actually learned patience, and he's made friends online that he's going to be able to see now in school. Um, My kids are actually excited. At first, I was very big on not wanting them to go back to school. And then when I saw how my our school system was going to do it out here, I was like, you know, I feel comfortable going ahead and allowing it to happen, especially for my older girls, because it, like you said, they miss their friends. You know, they don't, my kids and I, my kids don't get to do anything. Exactly. I don't take my kids out anywhere right now. So I feel like school right now, to them, school was, school is a getaway from home, and I feel like I'm okay, comfortable, and I'm comfortable enough to allow them to go back to school because of how you know, it's going to be set up. And And the getaway part, I mean... Go ahead. And
3: the getaway part is that not only is it a break for them, it's a break for us, too. Um, Like you said, single mothers don't have a lot of time you know, to do things for themselves and get things done, and now that things are really starting to open up, we still have kids all day, you know? And right. not right. everybody is that willing to babysit or watch or, you know, right. I'll be that kind of situation. Yeah. And it's really hard for mothers to do that. And these couple of days that we get, it's kind of like, a oh, snap, I finally get to do something on these two days so I can get what I need to get for me and them, you know?
0: Right. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. For as much as I love my children, ooh, sometimes I need that to I feel like a woman. woman again. I need to feel I like a woman again. Them. So, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, does anybody else have like friends or ne- nieces or nephews that have con- any um that are going back to school? Have you heard any concerns Hi, is- or anything?
2: Hi, this is Kowanda, and I don't have any children um, or nieces and nephews. However, I do um, run a nonprofit for children, and we've been talking about this topic for a while. I am definitely not in agreement for these kids going back to school. And I- – I understand a lot of times what the the pros and cons are, but I remember there was something on Instagram about two or three months ago where one celebrity was saying, hey, let's go ahead and send the kids back to school because someone has to be sacrificed. Now, he didn't say it just like that, but that's kind of what he meant. Like, hey, if we're going to test it, we might as well test it with the children because that would kind of be a lesser blowback or situation, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know who remembers that. I understand that, you know, Like like Phoenix was just saying, like, parents need that break. But let's take all that out of the equation. Is this really the best situation for these children? I know kids, they want to rub their nose. They want to play. I don't even like wearing a damn mask, which is why I stay in as much as I can because I don't want to be having to deal with the mask, going to the store, blah, blah, blah. Kids want to play. Kids want to have fun. You know, I think that we got to be – we got to be – we got to think outside the box, and even if it's play dates if it's – going from house to house, you know, practicing social distancing, because as soon as all these schools open, all these people get together in groups, then you start hearing about 30 cases. I was just seeing on the news about 30 new cases in one city um, because people just kind of get careless. So, yeah, I'm extremely concerned. Even in Alabama prison, hundreds of kids was exposed to corona, and I'm not really sure, like, what happened with that. I know the education, they're looking at the bottom line. They need money. They need money for sports. They need money for all these things. Then they need to tell the truth and say, hey, we do have the vaccine. We're just trying to jerk you around after November 4th. And if that's the case, go ahead and give it out. You understand what I'm saying? But. Until there's something better in place, until we're not living in so much uncertainty, I would not be sending my kid to school. And I know some people can't even go to work if the kids don't have school. So it's really a bad situation. It's a catch-22. I'm just
1: extremely
2: concerned. And if you have to send your kid to school, then we got to practice. Just like back in the day we practiced for tornado watches and we were in the hall and we were doing this. Guess what? We got to have practice at home. Like, okay, when you go to school for these five, six, seven hours, mask on, wash hands, here's your hand sanitizer. And you got to do all that due diligence if you have to send your kid to school.
0: Right. And I, you know what, Um, that, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I, you know, that was part of it. What everything you said was a big concern for me, which is why I didn't want to send my kids back to school. But, My kids are so well with how things where they know they have to wear their mask, they have hand sanitizers. My two-year-old doesn't even take her mask off when we walk in. If I have to take my kids to the store with me, my two-year-old will not take off her mask. She has an understanding. So I feel like I think that's another reason why I'm okay, because my kids have an understanding of what's going on. My school will not have recess not for a really long time, and and the way they have my kids sitting, they're separated from each other. It's a better opportunity for me as a single mother because right now he's not getting the learning experience that he needs, but why he's there at school, he won't get so much one-on-one, but it's going to be a closer one-on-one than what I can give him, and he would be separated still away from the kids. I'm sorry, somebody else it's- was going to speak?
4: Hi, this is Alexis. I don't necessarily agree with sending kids back to school because I'm just going to be 100% frank. When Florida first opened their borders, right, at the beginning, of, uh, in the middle or beginning of the summer or whenever the case was, and because a lot of people were protesting saying that the beaches need to be open because it's public, you can't shut the public out. What happened to Florida when everybody made a run for Florida? That's exactly what I think is going to happen with our school system. Yes, on one hand, I understand that our children need an education. I understand that there are a lot of parents up there who cannot work because they don't have a babysitter for their children or they can't arrange for daycare or supervision for their children. However, my main concern my main concern is this. Unless you are going to have somebody standing at the freaking door every single entrance to this school taking a temperature of everybody who passed through that door, there is no way in hell am I going to send my child to school. Because let's just uh-huh. be friends. There are plenty of parents out there who badly need to go back to work. The day that the schools in their town decide, yes, we're going to open the doors, we're going to educate your child, they're going to send their damn child to school, whether that child has been in an environment exposed to COVID or not, because that parent needs to make money. There was a case in September in the school in Massachusetts where a child was sent to school with COVID. And thanks to that child being sent to school, 30 kids had to quarantine. And Uh the school was only informed after. The fact that the kid tested positive. There is no way in hell am I sending a child, my niece, my nephew, my friends' children to school unless they guarantee me there is going to be somebody taking the temperature of every single right. person walking into that building. No way in hell. Nope. Mm-mm.
2: Because yeah. you think that, of- and you know what? And moms that don't have nothing to do, can you go to school and volunteer and help out with these, help these teachers out because. That's what we need. We need a support system. Right. Let's 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 do a schedule. Like Phoenix, what you said. My two year, you're training your children for this. See, parents are too concerned and too used to letting the school train the children. Well, not everybody. Some of them. So train the kids right. and the parents have free time. Go volunteer.
0: Hell, if you ain't a parent and you have free time, let's go volunteer. Let's let's, let's together crazy. we got to do it. I I agree and um. And as far as what you said, as far as taking the temperature, luckily our school is doing that, which is another reason. So I, I have, yeah, I, my, I feel like, I feel like if I wasn't getting some of what my school I already know, my kids have been going there for a while. I, I trust everything that they said. We've had meetings, and if I, if my school didn't have the process system that they were that they're doing for the my kids' safety, they will not be going to school. But because we do have. You know, not all the kids are going back to school. Only a few selected that have been in school as far as online will be attending school, which my son only has about 10 people in his class, and they will be taking the temperature. But as far outside of that, hell, yeah, I agree with you. Girl, like, I would not send my kids back to school if there was no temperature taking or any of that because, I, you know, because I've heard of the cases, I've seen and and. I agree. Like, I agree with you. But because I know the system of my school, I am very comfortable with it.
3: Exactly. And my, my kids' school also does the same thing. They do temperature. It's only like 10 kids in the class, and they temperature. The kids. They don't even let the parents inside of the school. Like, it's right. just the teachers in the not school. They're in the kids before they even walk through the door. We're standing out. We're not even right. allowed near the door. So, mm-hmm. I mean. I understand what you're saying, and you're right, you know. We shouldn't do it, but I'm one of those mothers that I need to work, you know. I need to, like I said, I'm just moving here to New York. I cannot afford not to work. I can't afford not to provide for mm-hmm. my family, you know. And my kids, They, I mean, if it's not every day, but one or two days, but, you know, I need to open up, even if, you know, school means daycare too. My son goes to daycare. You know, some people think that's whiskey as well, but I'm sending him to school, and his daycare only has about 10 people in it. They're very, you know, cautious as well. Adults not allowed in the building, you know, uh, different kind of texture. They don't even serve food. Mm-hmm. You know, you bring food, you know, for your kids there's no sharing bottle uh drinks and water only. You know, there there's a lot of rules that they stipulate that we have to follow. And, you know, I I know people are like, oh, you're taking a risk with your child. Yeah, you're right. I'm taking a risk with my child every single day when I sit him there and there's a kid that has the flu. You know, my kid can really be, his immune system can totally fail with the flu. You could totally die from the flu. You know, every day we're taking a risk with everything that we're doing. And, you know, I know that, you know... Some people just do not believe in it. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, but you're not in my situation. You're not in my heart. Yes, I do fear for my child every minute he's in there, like, oh, my God, I wonder if he's okay. And, you know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. making sure his temperature is taken when he gets home and making sure he has a lot of fluids when he gets back in the house. You know, like, yes, okay. we have our nervous moments, but it's something that we have to do. We can't help it.
0: Yeah, especially especially if a lot of mothers are not getting to help. And I know that we had a topic about that before, you know, just being able to help your neighbor and make sure that we are, but some of us don't even have that, you know? So it's, it's important for me to work a full-time job, you know, rent alone is $1,300 and I got four kids. I, I got to do what I got to do, but you know, I don't, I don't, I like I said I I agree totally at the same time because if if my school wasn't doing what they were doing I would have to like beg somebody to be like listen be home with my kids please
1: so that I could work you know
0: so um, exactly
1: exactly um this is Kay uh, um I I have I am actually homeschooling my um, daughter she has asthma and she's high risk for COVID and mm-hmm. i mean there's so many people who um all you know they say all over the news that people who are asymptomatic meaning they don't have symptoms which means even if you take a person's temperature they may not have a fever and still be a carrier and i can't mm-hmm. i can't risk my my daughter um because she could she would likely i mean if she gets a cold she goes into serious asthma attacks and and uh, i have to take yeah. her to the
5: hospital
0: Your situation is very different. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I was just about to ask, what do you guys feel about homeschooling? For some of the parents who are home and who are not able to work, are you guys willing to take the time to learn how to homeschool so that you are able to protect your children if you are not wanting them to go back to school?
1: Um, I really don't have a choice because she needs to be educated. So, <laughs> so I've got a teacher. I'm the only right. one who can at this point. <laughs> so I get on the internet. I have a, um, an account with education.com. It's really mm-hmm. cheap, it's only $50 for the whole year. And I go in there and I get all the stuff that she needs to learn for the first grade. And then I sit my butt down with her for hours. And sometimes it takes us all day because she's sick and she has a t- short attention span. But, you know. That's
3: what it is. So I know how well was that six year
1: old
4: teachers awesome. fan. Hi, yeah. this, is Alexis. Yeah. this is Alexis. I actually don't have kids, but I have already discussed the fact that if I did have kids, I would homeschool my children. Only because mm-hmm. unless I'm gonna make enough money to send my child to a pub- a private school where the classes are smaller, I don't necessarily agree with sticking my child in a public school system where, let's just say, depending where you live, the education system is a little less than to be desired that classes are overcrowded and every child learns differently and not to sound selfish, but if I had a child, I want to provide my child with the best education possible. I don't, I'm not going to be worrying about, The learning process of other children, I'm going to be worried about my child. So, If I had children, I want my children homeschooled, only because I can control the environment better and I can cater to the learning style of my children to make sure that they are learning everything possible and they're hitting the objectives that they should be hitting. Because when I was a small child, before I started public school, around the age of two or three or four, I was already homeschooled by my my mother and my aunties. They already were teaching my, me my shapes. They were already teaching me how to read. They were already teaching me addition, subtraction, and division. So I flourished because of that. I already was a slightly little ahead of my classmates, so I want the same for my children. I want my children to read by a certain age. I don't believe in putting my, children, my child and or children in an overcrowded classroom and hope for the best.
0: Right. I mean, I envy you for that because you have the patience for that as a mother. And like exactly. You, you made a very clear statement that you said everybody learns differently. I am one of those people who learn differently. I personally don't have the patience to be I, to be able to teach three kids at once at a different Level and answer questions because I don't have the answers. I am person. I'm smart about life, and I could teach my kids what I know. But as far as outside, I just, I honestly don't have the patience. I'm one of those women who didn't go to college after college or after high school. You know, Um, so for me, it's a little different. I, I, I. For me, it's a little different because, and like you said, everybody has a different learning span. And I'm one of those people who is very different. Um, So I wouldn't, I don't have the patience for it. If I could hire, if I had the money to hire somebody to sit with my children, oh my goodness. Yes. Yes, I would do it. I I would freaking do it. I totally agree with the patience. Thanks.
3: I totally agree. This is Charm. I totally agree with the uh, patience thing. And don't put yourself down for the schooling and going to college. I went to college right after high school. I have a B.A. in psychology and criminology, and and I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience to sit with my six-year-old and him. You know, doing weird things with his hands and moving around, yes. and you know, um, um, I'm like, okay, what is this word? Oh, it's, uh, you know, like you, you have to have patience for that. You have to, you, uh, it's, it's things that teachers learn within their schooling that they that we don't we have we don't have. You know, um, me mostly, I went towards law enforcement. Mine's is mostly getting people into sales and yelling at them and, and making sure they do what I say. It's not patience with a six-year-old trying to teach them what this, that, and right. how – is at, at the end of each sentence and how he can make come, to, come together, it's, it's hard for me, you know. And some people might say, yeah, oh, well, I would never yeah. because, you know, my kids having this. But one thing public school teaches your kid is it teaches them social skills. You know what I'm saying? It teaches you things that you can't teach at home. You might put down public school, but I went to public school. And because of public school, I made the friends that I have long life that I still talk to. I have people that I can run to. I have teachers that I can talk to, That I, that you know, teachers that taught me how to drive, teachers that, you know, were was there when my, my son was born, there when my daughter was born. You know, you might put down public schooling, but you, you make a lot of connections, you know. You make a lot of things that you might not think is important, but they are. Whether it's private or public, being outside in the world—that's that's something. To keep somebody caged and, and and bundled up, that's gonna make them run away from you when they get older. If they, they, you keep right. something away from them that they're urging to have, they're urging to talk to people. That's why a kids run up to a stranger. You know what I'm saying? They run up to strangers because they're like, "Hi, how are you?" Like, "Oh my God, you're new." You know, like I mean, I don't want my kids to be afraid of themselves, afraid of the world, afraid of. Of embracing themselves in any kind of way Even if, you know, you might think Oh, you might downgrade everybody that went to school But the smartest people in the world Went to public schools, okay The, the, The richest people in the world Went to public schools not private schools, not taught at home. You know, so you know, I don't. I, you know, I agree with some things you said, but you know, put things down where they be at because some people can't afford to teach their kids at home all day. I have to work. I have to live a life, and I have. I'm gonna let my kids live their life, make their decisions. Because guess what? Bad decisions are to be made. They can't learn anything if they never make make bad decisions. Just like that, and that's what public school. You, you get bad friends, you get good friends. You you have adventures. You, you know, you do things. I don't want to keep my kids caged in the house, you know. Uh, if they got to wear a mask to do that, then let's wear a mask, but let's go out and let's just walk right. down the street and come back home. Let's wear our mask. Let's let's have our hand sanitizer. Let's We got spray sanitizer. You know, it's real quick, you know. <laughs> I keep it on, you know, just so they know. You know, we keep safe, but I'm not going to keep my kids bound and think that one guy right. is way better than the other. You know, some people think that their kid, that you end up in, You might homeschool, but guess what? I bet you my kid probably is going to be valedictorian and might make it further than your kid because their social skills is way better than yours. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to think about. You know, don't downgrade something. You know, find a way to make it better. You know, you don't say you don't want to socialize. You don't want to think about nobody else's kids I, okay, you know, I, I don't wanna only make my kids better. I wanna make sure every other kid in the world has a great life. You know, when I talk to these teachers about this online classes I'm not only thinking about my kids but how to make other other people feel comfortable. Other kids feel comfortable in the school. You gotta you gotta take that care to stop being so selfish. Not to be mean but Sometimes we find ourselves being selfish, and we got to stop doing that. We're not going to make the world no better by right. thinking of ourselves. Oh, my, 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 my. No, it's ours. It's our world. We're not only voting for one thing. We're voting for everything. Building we're, 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 we're building together. You know, we can't do anything. It, like my mm-hmm. mom used to always tell me, it takes a village to whoop your, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it takes a village. You know, it, it, it's not going to be just you because guess what? In the world, you're going to need somebody else. You're going to need somebody to give you that material to help your child learn. You can't teach it by yourself. You're going to need somebody else, whether it's YouTube channel, whether it's a teacher down the street, you're going to talk to somebody else. So you can't say, oh, I'm not going to need nobody else. You're going to need somebody. You can't push people out or you're never going to succeed. You have to invite people in. And that means, if that means, you know, I, we got to take a chance. My kids, we talk to sit down. They know their things. They're old enough to understand. We're going to take that chance. We're going to live our lives to the fullest, even if it might be our last day. We're going to live our lives to the fullest. And sometimes, some people might think I'm selfish or my kids are selfish, but I don't believe that. I believe that we just want to live our lives, and we're not going to
4: let nobody stop us. Right. Well,
3: let's go ahead you and know, take it.
0: Let's
1: take This is Kay. Let's go ahead Um, and take a quick little
0: break, and we'll come right back on this conversation.
5: Become a patron of Clutch by the Real Girl Friends across America. By supporting creators you love on Patreon, you're becoming an active participant in their creative process. As a member, you receive exclusive content, community access, behind-the-scenes updates, and the pride of your work that matters to you. Joining is easy. Visit patreon.com bat real girlfriends across America. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com bast Real Girlfriends Across America. Every donation helps Crush Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Megan Thee Stallion a performance on Saturday Night Live season's premiere to criticize Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron for failing to deliver justice for Breonna Taylor. During Megan's first song of the night, her viral single, Savage, the backdrop of her set read, Protest Black Women. About halfway through the song, after Beyonce's first, the song began to cut out and the sound of rapid gunfire was being played while Megan and her dancers stood silently in front of a screen that was written with images of gunshots. During this time, a recording of Malcolm X speaking in 1962 was being played. It stated, The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected, neglected person in America is the black woman. Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair, the color of your skin, the shape of your nose? Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the folds of your feet? Now, back to you.
0: All right, ladies. If you are just tuning in, we are on the subject right now about kids going back to school and uh, we are gonna go ahead and go right back into that conversation. I know I had a few ladies that were trying to go ahead and
1: speak, so go ahead and speak, y'all. Let's hear it. Hi, Hi. this Hi. is this is Kate. Um, go ahead, Kate. I, I would like to I would like to say something. Um, you know, I feel like it's really unfortunate that the pandemic has put so many people in a situation where they have to choose between their livelihoods and, you know, safer ways of just existing in this world. Um, it's it's painful, and it's, it's, it's not something that's going to go away very soon. It's probably going to be around a while. Right. Um, and it's not just parents that have to make these tough decisions. It's doctors. In a lot of places, in a lot of countries, doctors have had to make the tough decisions about who lives and who dies. Um and and I'm I'm thankful that I'm not one of those people that have had to make those to make those decisions. Um and and you know, we may walk across someone on the street who is in the healthcare community who has to make that decision and never know it and they carry these scars. So um I think it's important to remember that, you know, we can't we can't really judge one another. Or, and we can't really judge the systems that we're using to exist in this world right now because it's unlike something we've ever experienced, at least in my lifetime. I'm 37. I've never seen something like this. And I've spoken to older mm-hmm. people in their 80s and their 90s, and they've never seen something like this. And so we're sort of learning how to move through the world in a, in a new world right now. Um, so it's important to remember that um, if you are able to do things that keep yourself safer, then do them. If you're not able, then just do the best you can.
0: Amen, yes. Alexis, did you have something to say?
4: I never said said that I was going to keep my child caged because even if your child is homeschooled, you have to charter school them, right? You have to register them with the state. The state will hand you programs and or charter schools in your area, that you have to take the child to at least twice a week. So I'm not looking down on parents, nor am I selfish enough, not to care about other children's education. system. What I meant is I am not going to sacrifice my child's education for somebody else's child to learn. And I know this by experience because when I was in public school, Like I said, every child learns differently. Some pick up topics, stuff like that, and others need help. Unless you are registered as a special needs student, you get put in a class that's going to be a mixture. I had regular classes and I had AP and honor classes. I did better in my AP and honor classes because the material was explained to someone who picked things up a little bit more quicker. In my regular classes, I was frustrated to the point where some of my classmates just didn't pick up the material, and my teacher had to pay attention to those students. So sometimes for 30 to 45 minutes, I'm sitting there doing absolutely nothing, I'm not learning. So for me, as a parent, if I were in the position I want to homeschool my child, where my child going to learn at his or her own pace in our charter school environment where, yes, I'm going to connect with other people to help my child's education. Yes, if I needed to help somebody out, I'm more than willing. But I am not going to stick my child in an overcrowded classroom just so my child can socialize and stuff like that. But that's just my humble opinion. I didn't mean to attack anybody else. I didn't mean like I only care about myself and my child. I don't give a crap about yours, but I'm definitely not gonna sacrifice my child's education for the sake of somebody else's. I don't.
0: Do you? Do you really think it's? I don't. I don't like the word sacrifice. That word kind of makes me cringe because I don't feel like I'm sacrificing. My my children. Because, um, like I said, I every yeah, single That makes, that, that makes me feel
3: kind of weird, too.
0: Yeah, I don't like oh, that. Oh,
4: um, I'm sorry. So, um, so let's just say I'm not going to put my child in a situation where my child is not getting the maximum that potential that they can learn. So somebody.
3: You realize that you realize that the classes that they're in because we're sending them in blended, they're actually getting more attention because they're not in bigger classes. There's exactly. only like, like seven like seven to ten people in seven my son's class that he's most. in all that. Exactly, that's in his class. That means he's getting way more attention than he was previously, which he needs, you know, because he missed out on so much last year. He needs that the, the people that are staying home that are blended in his grade, they're not receiving attention at all to, from their teacher on those two days that my, te- my son is in school. Okay.
4: But
0: which he's
3: receiving is, full well, attention all day and receiving work mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything
0: he needs to flourish mm-hmm. through that rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: But the question wasn't about now. The question was, would you homeschool your child, which was something that I chose. If I had a child now, if I had a child years ago, a child, was of school age now, I would still choose to homeschool my child, but that's just my opinion because I honestly believe I did better when I had individualized attention, but that was just me, if my child is not the same way, if my child learns in a different way, I would do what's best for my child. But for me, when I went to public school, yes, I did socialize, yes, I got to meet all sorts of people But for me, when it came down to my education... I just felt like I could have had more had I been in the classroom that was geared towards AP and honor courses for all my courses. But I chose not to do that, and I regret that because even though I was in a regular class, even if I had an amazing teacher, even if I got to socialize with all my classmates and stuff, yes, you are right. You learn how to socialize and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, your social skills – carries you a certain way, but your education helps build your foundation. And for me, I just my thought My social I didn't skills get the most, most likely got me
3: through most of my life. My social skills mostly gave me to, gave me what I need to become the person who I am. When you're when you're in school and you're being around your friends, you figure out who you are, who you want to be. You know? And I understand you wanna you want um um and you want to homeschool your kids from where you're talking is that from the get-go, you will be homeschooling your kids. They're not going to be in public school at all. My kids started off in homeschool. That means I was working. From the time my son and my daughter was babies, I worked. You know, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I'm just not that kind of person. I'm just not wound that way. So they've always been in school, whether they've been in private or anything, they've been in school. You're not used to being a parent 24-7 all day long. That's something you're just not used to. So you couldn't say that about time when school came in, you're just not as anxious as they are to get away just a little bit. You know, I understand we're having, you know, that things are going on, but we've made those precautions so they can be they can be safe, just like when you walk into a grocery store. You know, so I mean, it, it is it is the way it is. But where you're talking is that you're gonna homeschool your kids either way. You wouldn't be a part of the blended or non-blended because you would already automatically be blended. You wouldn't have that problem. There's families not used to this. There's families that don't have education at all. Some families didn't even graduate from high school. So how do you expect them to teach their kids anything? They need at least these one or two days so they can practice, so they can learn something, you know? So they can, uh, you know, try to figure out what they need to do or who they need to talk to more to help their kids out because they're not equipped. That's what you have to realize. You know, I understand what you're saying. You don't like it. I understand, but you wouldn't be a part of it because your kids will always be homeschooled from, like, from like kindergarten, preschool. My my son, he was in daycare, you know, so I had to go back to work immediately to provide for my family, you know. Right. So, you know, the way you're saying it, I understand. You want that, to, that's it. You want to homeschool your kids. That's right. what it's going to be. Some of us are just not used to that. We just not used to being around kids, and for the last seven months, I have had my kids day in, day out, all day. Okay, right? And you know, you know, (laughs) you know, you don't wanna be around somebody for so long. You know, you you love.
0: I I love my kids. I I envy both sides of this, like both sides of you guys. You guys are very headstrong, and I love it. I love it. And that's the type of woman we need in this world. And it's okay to be different. We need to accept each other that we are different. And it's okay that you want to homeschool, and it's okay for, us, for some of us who want our kids to go back to school. Um, is it a scary factor? Yes, it is. All together, it is a very scary factor. Um, but at the end of the day, we need to work together together as women, and help support each other no matter what decisions we make. Um, That is the end of our show for tonight. Um, Tune in next Sunday with your girl Phoenix, Um, and we'll have another great conversation.
5: Thank you. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss an episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, touch on to your best friend and stay tuned.